0: Welcome back to Talkin' Baseball. We've got a lot to talk about. We are previewing the entire East region and some updates. Let's do it. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Talking Baseball. My name is Jimmy. Sitting right next to me is Jake in California. We got Trev, producer BBD, behind the desk. We hope you had a fantastic, a fantastic weekend. We've got some updates. We've got some news. And we have a big old preview of the Eastern region. The NL East, the AL East. Really quick, Trev, how you doing?
1: I'm doing excellent. I mean, every single day, we're closer to opening day. Um, and, you know, I've been watching a lot of these inter-squad highlights in games, and games, I'm kind of getting excited. I think this could be a fun year. I was down on it, but when you start to see baseballs flying around the park and guys having fun, it's
0: exciting.
2: Jake? The inter-squad games are funny. There has been a noticeable growth <laughs> after three fake inter-squad games that we've gone from not baseball to Pitchers dominating fake baseball To now it's like, okay Now we're kind of doing it So it's fun to get some highlights over the weekend And yeah, I, I'm, I'm ready, man I'm, I'm so shook I've been taking a real stance on ESPN Continually playing this 3 hours Eagles concert And they're doing it again tonight And I just can't believe it So I'm so ready for pro baseball to be here The only scare this weekend was I got, I thought live games started this week for some reason. Oh, so that's I a kinda, bummer. So I kind of I came up. I was coming up hot and I had to level off again, but uh, uh other than that I'm I'm pretty good. Uh,
0: are there any of the like actual uh I don't know what they're calling them. Spring training, summer camp games against other teams this week? Exhibition start Friday? I think Friday. Thursday. Yeah, yeah. So, so maybe that counts for yeah, you. Yeah, that's like half points. They've been getting more real, the games. Like, the first Yankees when they didn't have outfielders. And I will say, it looks like other teams are doing it more real than the Yankees still. <laughs> I mean, all I'm sw- I don't have access. The Dodgers are putting some on YouTube, so I watch some of those. They have a Cubby playing left field, so I guess that's not that real. The Yankees straight up aren't running the bases, aren't doing anything. Trev, how many games would you need to feel like real baseball? You know, like, some of these interest games aren't there. They're doing somersaults. The cubbies playing left field. They're only going to get three against another opponent. Do you think, like, we're going to see some really bad offense to start the year?
1: It, it, I think so. I mean, it depends on the guy. You know, some guys don't need a lot of live ABs. They feel ready to go. Some guys need a lot. So it's going to be interesting to see kind of who comes out hot. Um, but, you know, in my experience, you got to have, like, 20 – 25 ab's under your bat and then you're like okay i could i can i'm picking up spin i'm recognizing pitches and it's it's tough when you're doing these inner squad games it's it's always different so i'm looking just forward to seeing like the the matchups against the other teams and then i think we'll be able to kind of make a decision on like if guys are ready or not because the inner squad games don't tell you that much
2: And it's tough, too. I mean, a couple, you know, you get a couple deep-cut guys from every organization. You get the guy from AAA that throws across his body, and you're just like, okay, dude, like, uh, nobody's going to hit that right now because they're not locked in and no one's ever seen you before. So, yeah, I think the exhibition games will be fun to see how how dialed up they have it because, again, final spin to Yankee World. I mean, Cole went, like, five innings, six innings. Eighty something pitches, something like yeah, that. Yeah, threw
0: sixty something, then eighty something, and he looks and rather good.
2: And you know, a, a well-known, intense dude. So it's going to be funny to see. You know, he's he's going to get an exhibition start against the Mets. I think.
0: Yeah, it squares up that he'll get the first exhibition game,
2: and then he'll he'll be opening night against the Nats. So it'll be interesting to see. You know, he <laughs> that dude looks dialed in and. Uh, I can only imagine your first game after a couple intra-squads and exhibitions seeing that guy shove, but uh, I don't know. Someone will get hot early, and we'll get someone over 20 home runs. Boom. Some of the Yankees at-bats, batters, were actually like, yeah, I can't wait to not face our own yeah. pitchers
0: anymore. Be great, <laughs> yeah, great. <though. laughs> has Paxton thrown it all?
2: Paxton? I haven't Make, seen him. Again. I don't think in a game. He's all right, well, okay. yeah, this My is BP's talking, yeah, talking Yanks. Anyway.
0: Uh, the Dodgers seem to be hitting a ton of home runs still. Uh, their pitchers don't seem to be mowing them down. I don't know. I don't know who's out there for them, but every team's different. Trev Lindor does the somersault, scoring on Clevenger. A lot of people love it. I love it for the intrasquad games. Are you jealous? Are you watching all these guys, or is this like a version of baseball that you never got to play?
1: No, I don't. I don't want to be part of these games at all. I never <laughs> liked inter-squad games. Um, it's funny to see everyone reacting the way they they do, and and you'll notice. I would say a majority of the guys are enjoying it, having fun, but I guarantee if you look closely, there are some pitchers out there that aren't very happy. I remember inter-squatting, and when you're a hitter, you're behind. So when you square a ball up, you get so happy. And I remember doing this one time. I was a young guy. I got, like, a base hit, and I, would like, raised my hands up and was like, yes. And the pitcher was not happy with me. And I was like, it has nothing to do with you, bro. I'm just excited that I made contact and I got a base hit. So it's funny to see all these guys doing that because you know some of the pitchers aren't. What Would you say that
2: pitcher's it. full name was again?
1: I remember, it was Brian Dunsing. Okay. Yeah. Good great s- guy. We're friends. It was just at that moment in time, he was sure. not happy that I was showing him <laughs> up.
0: Did you but. see Yelich finally like got a base hit and they kept the ball for him? <laughs> yeah.
2: it's good. Oh, baseball man. content, baby.
0: There's a lot of stuff out there that's fun, like the catcher cam, the somersaults, and Love all that. Love the catcher cam. I, I like have a bit of old grouch in me. Like I don't want that for. The, I see everyone clamoring for it for real games. Like I, I don't want, maybe replay of the catcher
2: cam. I yeah, think replay. some replays it's fun. Live, it's no tough. Way. you can't see anything. Yeah. It's so, hard to hit a baseball. The like, best the angle in the
1: game. The best angle in the game, which obviously you can't show live, but for replays, is that overhead view at the drop. That's my favorite angle. I don't know if you guys know what I'm talking about.
0: Yeah, behind home plate?
1: No, it's just directly above.
2: Oh. Oh, oh okay. It's yeah, amazing. Yeah, yeah. The straight but, down. Okay. Yeah,
1: I'm excited to see what if we get some of these new uh, camera angles for the games. I think it'll be a lot of fun.
0: Well, I'm excited to see at a production level, and this is kind of boring, but how Yes Network does the games against the Mets and stuff because what we've been watching – is rather uh, brutal in my opinion. They yeah. don't show the, the camera angle behind the pitcher. Not a lot of teams have, and I like seeing if a ball's a strike or not a strike and if it, how it breaks and what pitch it is. Um, so I, I'm, I hope that you know they need to do some uh, dry opens or whatever you call them with the production. I hope we start getting that view back. But catcher's camp's nice. Yeah, yeah. we'll get there. We'll yeah. get there. Spring, spring training for everyone. Yep. All right, some not fun updates before we get into the preview of the East. Uh, Araldis Chapman uh, tested positive for COVID. He's out. Kopich, is that how you say it? I think it's Kopek. Kopek, yeah. I believe. He's, he opted out of the season. I'm not sure why. I'm not sure if we know why. I'm not sure if we he care was, why, but he opted we out. do, yeah. It's
2: like he was coming stuff. off of
1: uh, TJ, so he was already rushing to get back, and I think he probably made the right decision here. Why, well, you I don't think. need to rush. The-
2: I think there's also some throwback Grinky stuff. I think he's had some anxiety and some some kind of mental stuff through the years. So I know, I know the White Sox uh, coach Cooper came out with a quote that was like, "Yeah, I'm I'm kind of worried about him," which is, uh, you know, crazy. And you, I didn't you know, see that. Yeah the uh, the the mental health stuff can get overlooked pretty easily, but especially in, you know, the current world we're living in. And I I think the bigger thing around Kopech. Um, and good thing we didn't do the central preview. But, you know, it's it's exciting. You know, this White Sox team is kind of exciting. They made a lot of signings, um, and this guy was supposed to be a big gun for him. I think we swooned about him uh, maybe when we were doing Rookie of the Year uh, type of uh, betting episode. And he was the first kind of young dude that's tapped out. A lot of the other guys were either financially stable or kind of clearly had their situation. And, uh, I mean, good on him for being willing to do it if if he didn't think he could do it. And uh yeah, you you just hope for him. But I I and I you feel weird when you spin it back to baseball, but as a White Sox fan, I think you gotta be pretty bummed out.
1: Yeah, I mean he's got the stuff. I faced him um back when he was in Charlotte in Triple A. He's got real deal stuff. Like he's got Garrett Cole level Punge, right? Goes very hard, has a good slider, slurvish thing. Um, and he's a big boy, like he's everything you want in a top of the rotation guy. So yes, the White Sox would love to have him in their rotation. The TJ thing um, is tough. You know, I don't know if that's contributed to some of his uh, anxiety or what, but uh, when he is on the mound and healthy, he is a threat. And you put you put him in there with Lucas and Keiko and you're like, okay, you know. We talked about this White Sox team a lot. Um it's definitely definitely a loss for them.
2: Mm. Yeah. I don't know what
0: you I don't I feel like handcuffed with these discussions. It's like, well, it is what it is.
2: Yeah, I I think you know, the White Sox, they still have some arms. A lot of major league guys you'd you look at their rotation and Trevor just mentioned Gio's at the back end right now. Dylan Cease is a is a big time prospect. I I think if there was a world where the White Sox made some sort of run this year, I do think Kopeck would have been a factor in it. But uh, there's also a world where he wouldn't have. So,
0: yeah. yep. And the the Chap, Chapman thing's weird. Like he's positive but out indefinitely because no one knows. Once you test positive, it's like yeah. super limbo. DJ LeMayu has zero symptoms but he can't get too... Negative results in a row, so he's still out, something like that. Like, he's going to miss games at this point. Weird, weird, weird times. But let's uh, move on to our preview of the
2: NL East and AL East. I think the only thing, do we want to do first base mania, or we want to save that for next We step? can do
0: it a little bit. I mean, Trev, do you see in this? Uh, taking, getting reps at first base is the new uh, best shape of his life, or working on a third pitch. Like, everyone is out there.
1: We talked about this. Who who was on that we talked about first base? Neil.
2: Disco Neil. Disco yeah.
1: Neil was on. We talked about first base and it's like it seems like all the organizations are like, hey, we can just throw our big daddies over there at first base. Good luck. You know, that's a that's a position that requires a lot of thought. Um a lot of different baseball technique. It's not the old slugger put him over there anymore with the, Did you see going the video going of- did you, you see the video, the
0: picture of Vladdy Junior holding on the runner, but he was like t- three feet away from first? Mm-mm. Oh, you could do funny. that. I know you. I know that players do that, right? But it, it's funny. It's Usually funny.
1: It, that's that's the biggest thing. The biggest difference, and you know, I can't just say it's hard and not explain why. The reason first base has become a more difficult position is because of the shifts, and they want you as close to second base essentially as you can on a right-handed batter when you're shifting the guy up the middle and you have to get back to the base it's a it's a whole different position now so just throwing guys over there doesn't work you know they're really going to have to put some time in if they want to be legitimate first baseman
2: people always care about my playing experience but i i hated first base man i i was the you know coach put me wherever you need me and i a little run at first base. It's a nightmare, man. I can't imagine being a part of a shift now where you're between second and first. You have to sprint to the bag, and then a ball's going to be coming at you 80-plus miles an hour across the diamond. That's that's a nightmare. So, I don't know. I'm uh, Vladito. Vladdy Jr. was the big one that leaked out, and I I hope he can stick it there. I know Trev's guy, Rowdy tell us, uh, he can pick it at first a little bit, too. But as bombs. I said, hates playing defense if you've watched him one game um but yeah a little bummed out and i i would love to know from the blue jays organization they haven't said it but they drafted the kid from vanderbilt who they didn't expect to get and i wonder if they were like well shoot he could be here in 12 months 18 months i i wonder if that changed their vlad jr plan um especially with maybe part of the season. Now I think they've got Travis Shaw going over there, who he's done a little bit of it. We'll see if, like, B. Drew, Brandon Drury. The way they sound, it sounds
0: like this is career move. not like Yeah, they said that he's
1: going over there,
0: yeah.
2: Yeah, and I mean, you know, when the career they're expecting Vlad Jr. to have with the stick, it's it's a little bit of a shrug. I would like to see him stick at third a little bit, but you know what, (laughs) let that big boy hit. My thing
0: is... Why didn't you just do this in the minors? Like, his bat has been ready forever. You've been saying his defense isn't ready. I know that's really, like, service time stuff, but I feel like, well, if he was only going to give him three months, why didn't you just do this a year ago when you were holding him back for defensive reasons when his I bat agree. has been ready? It seems kind of silly.
1: Teams put such a value on defense now, yeah. and rightfully so, because it really changes the game. If you, if you knew Vlad wasn't going to stick at third base... Long-term, yeah. what's the point of having him up there for a year? Like, exactly. Get his reps in where you think he's going to be. Um, I guess, you know, maybe you just try it and see what happens. Yeah. But it seemed pretty obvious there. He's a big boy.
0: It's a big dude. I got a list of players. Vlad Jr., Andy Harst, Cespedes. And then people started responding to my tweet about everyone else. Gary Sanchez was over at first a little bit. I think a lot of catchers will be. Braun was. I think they stopped. Um, Duvall, Camargo, and Riley all taking turns for the br- turns for the Braves. Sure. Bruce was taking the reps over there. Solak was taking reps over there. It's everyone. It's reps at first. And every
2: base. team's got their who's taking reps at first. Yeah,
0: it's the new thing. It's I don't think ba- we're
2: gonna see Braun
1: at first base a ton this year.
2: I think they already stopped. But yeah. Is that inside sources, Trev? Uh, yeah, <laughs> the, the most <laughs> inside source. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I don't think hey. he liked
1: it. I think you know he's like, we got a DH, guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can do that. Yeah.
2: No, guys, I'm good on first base.
0: <laughs> All right, we've recorded an Eastern Region preview on Friday. We're going to throw it to that right now. Thank you very much. See you later. All right, let's talk about a little NL and AL East. I guess are we calling these divisions, conferences? Like, like it's not a division. Ew. How do you? Ew. League? Uh, How do you call this? Uh You know what I mean? Conference. Well, what is it? It's both divisions, but it's a region. It a group. Region. They've been calling them regions. The Eastern region. region. Okay. Region. region. We're going to do a little Eastern region talk because uh, two out of the three of us are from the East Coast, so we subscribe to East Coast Bias. And Trev secretly loves New Jersey more than California, so he's in on the East Coast Bias as well. Jake, do you want to kick us off? What team you want to start with?
2: I'll set us in a direction And I think we'll build up to a little crescendo A little choir talk for the kids at home um, I think we just need Let's check off what we can check off And there's two teams That aren't going to be a factor No matter how this plays out Sorry to our Orioles and Marlins fans uh, But there's there's just too many horses I mean the fact we can only rule out two teams Is pretty ridiculous And the Orioles are so young. Uh, On our betting preview, I said hammer the under because I think every team really wants their wins against the Orioles. The Marlins, I'll say this, I think they're going to be pretty watchable this year. They've got some major league guys, Aguilar, Vilar, come over with Brian Anderson, some young pitchers. Marlins in another grouping could be a little bit of fun. Not competitive, but a little bit of fun. But here they're just getting slaughtered. That's what I got, Trev.
1: I mean I don't disagree with anything that you're saying but Thank you. you know if I'm looking at the Picota standings the playoff Ooh. projection model Ooh. you're listing the Marlins who have a 7.2% chance to make the playoffs you're listing Stop. the Orioles that have a 0.1% chance to make the playoff which is hilarious <laughs>
0: but <laughs> they just did that they just <laughs> it's <point> 0.1 <laughs> it's point 0.1 yeah that's so funny. Those odds makers wanted to make it zero zero, but you can't. Like you literally can't. There's always a chance, <laughs> <Yeah>. baby. Well, <laughs> you
1: never. You didn't mention the third team in that group because there is a third team in that group, and for some Uh-oh. reason, Jim here is comes, super high on this team. Here comes the first hot take: the Toronto Blue Jays. Don't do it, Trevor. I mean, um, look at the projected playoff percentage. It's at ten point
0: three. I mean, that's a Barely different grouping than zero, Trav. I mean, I they're they're not. They're not. There's a. There's a middle area. I would say it's it's those two are in the basement, and then there's the Blue Jays who are at the top step of the basement stairs, and then there's the rest. So there's still a gap, but it's like the Blue Jays are in a level of their own, and then everyone else is above them. But I, I mean, you're looking at zero percent to ten percent. So I think we have to give the yeah, Blue but Jays the Marlins some are talking.
1: Seven percent, seven point two percent.
0: But Trev. Let's, but the Marlins have four you, guys are, you get, Look, I, I get this way, too. The Marlins I, I, don't get to play the Orioles ten times. I look at
1: Bo Bichette and Vlad yeah. Jr. and Kevin yep. Biggio, yeah. and I fall in love, too. It's a beautiful story. These guys are good. I could watch Bo Bichette hit home runs all day, every day. His swing is majestic. Sure. But let's be real here. Okay. This is not a good team either. And like Let, and like they're in the basement still. They're just at the top of the basement steps. Like okay. Yeah, and
0: the Marlins are halfway up. The the thing <laughs> the Marlins don't have going for them is they don't have the Orioles in division. So
1: maybe the but, Orioles are like, "Hey, I'm glad we have the Blue Jays in the division. At least we'll get so those." No, can no. you can
2: you do you That'd think be there's a, good a world? Bet. Do you think there's a world where the Toronto Blue Jays can be better than the Red Sox this year?
0: I mean, that's there's there's a very much that world.
1: Uh, I mean, yeah, this I, I can, yeah, it's a, there's a chance, yeah.
2: Yeah, the Orioles I mean, have e- a chance to even make if the it's twenty five percent. That's one out of four, and this whole season is so unique that I think one out of four has to be taken somewhat respectfully. And dude, they can be a real lineup. Like I want that to be. I like, don't want that to be misconstrued. Like, Vlad Jr. can be special. Bo Bichette can be special. Kevin Biggio can be special. The guy that Kevin Biggio, when I asked him, like, who's the guy that wows you, they say it's Lourdes Gurriel Jr. We're up to four young dudes. I know you love young dudes. And I'm just saying, short season, and the second half of that roster ain't bad. A guy like Grichuk, if Travis Shaw can figure out whatever happened last year, like, this team, this team is going to hit... The question is, they have one starting pitcher right now that you buy into. It's Ryu. We'll see how he adjusts to being on the East and out of the NL. The other guys are major leaguers, though. I mean, Chase Anderson, Tanner Roark, Matt Shoemaker. You know, th- those guys are pros, and it's sixty games. So I, I don't think we can lump them with the Orioles and the Fish. I'm just saying you can. Wow, for like, the Orioles, anything can happen in this
1: short in season. Yes, but if we're just talking about in general the teams the strength right. of the teams, yeah.
0: Real quick, the Orioles by what to watch for is John Means. If you are an Orioles fan, John Means, watch him. Nice change up. Alex Cobb, he may be traded if he has a really hot start and someone's dying for a professional arm. And who's the other guy? Jake, who's that? Who's the guy that Santander?
2: Uh, Hanser, Alberto, Alberto hit like 400 against lefty. So that's or, cool. So that's just a fun storyline. I love story Hanser. We, we okay. saw him in spring Yeah, they were, they're were they our friends, right, Cobb we gotta, and Hanser. Move on. Uh, the Marlins,
0: yeah. uh, Touch- Caleb Smith might get traded. Aguilar might get traded. If the guys have really good VR. starts, get traded. We can't give these guys a lot of time when we're only trying to do half hour.
2: Derek Jeter versus Plouffe.
0: Blue Jays, we kind of just talked about them. I, do I think that they're going to be a wild card team and win the division? No. Do I think they can be a pesky team that maybe helps eliminate other teams? Yes. The Orioles can't be pesky. That's the difference there. The Blue Jays have a chance to be play spoiler a little bit because they have a lot of talent. They're young. The pitching isn't there yet. And like when this team comes to fruition and all these bats are, the young bats are solidified. This won't be the rotation. This is a stopgap rotation to keep them competitive with the young guys going and not just demoralize them and
2: say we're not trying. So that's my thoughts on the Blue Jays. Okay. Yeah.
1: All I, right.
2: I mean, they they still got Ken hundred miles Giles. They got Ryu. What I mean, they, can they, they connect what can they connect in between? <laughs> and,
1: they got a guy I, named I, Rowdy Teles who I feel like you're gonna be a big fan of if you don't know him I love already. Rowdy. He's yeah. just a big boy and he just tries to hit homers. They named
2: him Rowdy because he was so active in the womb. You can clearly tell that he hates playing defense. (laughs) Like, Rowdy Tellez might be the next 10-year DH guy. I love that. When he's been in the field, he looks miserable. Give me
0: Rowdy Tellez, Mike Ford, and Vogel Vogel back in a room. meets, And then you put them in a room, and then you take a picture of the three of them, and then you send it to England. You say, these are three professional athletes. Yeah And they're like what fucking sport is that Yeah <laughs> They're probably thinking some like Movement sport Like, like lifting or, or moving
2: Powerlifting Yeah <laughs> Alright
0: um, What team do you want to go to next Jake?
2: Alright Let's uh, Well I was going to say let's jump to the NO, But it's the team that I mentioned to the Blue Jays Because I think there is a world where the Blue Jays are better than the Red Sox I think there also is a world where the Red Sox are pe- like In the wild card hunt this year um, their lineup can still do it. When when Boston was special, the top of their lineup was just unbelievable. But they've lost Mookie. They're without Sale this year. Um, who's the other pitcher they lost? Um, I mean Porcello's gone. That's kind of a plus for this year. But I I don't know. The arms just don't seem to be there. But I I never count out a Boston team, and I think Devers is special. Um, Bogarts is proven J.D. Martinez if Benny can back up that top of the lineup can play with anyone and then dude guys like Chavez and Verdugo I mean that that lineup can do it I mean if you compare their pitching to the Blue Jays I think you'd rather have the Blue Jays yeah uh, the re-
0: well I don't know my take for the Red Sox and it's a very sports radio take it's not X's and O's sure they have no identity right now Ooh. They lose Sale, they lose Price, they lose Mookie, they lose Alex Cora, they lose their replay control guy who was the heart and soul of the yeah. team. Um, are they trying to win? Is it a stopgap year? Do they care? Like I had some Red Sox fans message me and say they were jealous that like my heart was going to be on the line because theirs just isn't. And that's what I think is the biggest plaguing this Red Sox. Who are they? Like, is this, is this Devers and Bogart's team? Yeah. Is this J.D. and Benintendi's team? I mean, Evaldi and Erod, are they're not leading any staff with, like, you know, like, that's our fucking horse, like Sale was. So, I, I think it's more if they get off to a bad start, the Red Sox, when they're good, they're scary. When they're anything besides good, they're horrible. Their first place or fifth place. So if they get off to a bad start, I can see them all throwing their hands up and being like, "Fuck this!"
1: Yeah, I mean, this year could be a blessing in disguise for Red Sox fans because all you have to do is get off to a hot start, and bam, you are right in the thick of things. Yeah. So if they're if over one sixty two, this Red Sox team is is gonna pull back and be middle of the pack in that Eastern region. But over sixty games, like we said, everyone's got a chance. I I think this team is. Much better than the blue jays, okay um uh, I think they're just more established like these I, are these I, are this is a proven lineup they can score runs the pitching is obviously not there, but you know there's something about the Red sox and sometimes you know you, you count that team out and they can come out and have a big year so I, I I do like the lineup and i but you know if there was a year where they could make a splash it is through a 60 game season.
2: I love that dirty water. Um, and I, think I mean, Pilar's hitting like 300. Pilar's right? hitting 300. <laughs> I'll say, leaning into what Jimmy said, there's a couple ways this, this can go. It seems like one or the other. A, part, and this sounds like Yankee stuff, but if you're a Boston fan, I think you should take this kind of seriously. If this year does fall out, kind of take that as a blessing. It's 60 games. You traded away Mookie. Go get yourself like a top draft pick and like, you know, This year wasn't supposed to be big for Boston. You traded away Mookie Betts. Sales out for the year. Like, be honest. At the same time, I always fear a Boston team that gets some energy behind it. And Trevor, I can't believe you didn't drop his name. I'm going to. This is Bloom's (laughs) first year. And what 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 if he can put the notch in his belt that says, I traded away Mookie Betts and I then brought them to the playoffs. I could see your boy liking that. I mean, who knows? Look another thing that we haven't talked a lot about
1: is this trade deadline and what teams are going to be in it. What teams are going to be over it. I mean, who knows who's going to be available. If Haim goes out there and he pulls off an unbelievable trade, like finds a diamond in the rough for the, the last 30 games. They could. I mean, you could you can see him sneaking into the playoffs. I mean, that's a very perfect world. I mean, we're being overly optimistic yeah. with this, but Again, man, we're gonna keep probably reiterating this throughout the episode. Like, this is uh, gonna be an interesting year.
0: So I'm gonna try and do some schedule talk, just slightly schedule talk for the Red Sox. They have nine games that they open up, um, or no, they they open up Orioles three games against the Orioles, four games against the Mets. They need to have a good record in those first seven games because then they have Yankees, Rays, Blue Jays, Rays, Yankees. Yeah, so it's a lot. So, um. What was I saying? Okay, so I think we're done with the Sox. Basically, those first seven games, if they're like two and five, you might go demoralized mode when you're looking down 10 versus Yankees and Rays coming up.
1: Yeah, and you know what really sucks for the uh, the Red Sox fans is they don't have Fenway. I mean, Fenway is the saving grace. You get to go there. It's a beautiful stadium. Even if they suck, it's fun to go to Fenway.
2: Mm. Mm. They're still going to get to go to Fenway. Yeah, I don't know what you mean by that. The fans? Oh, the oh, fans. I thought you were talking
0: about the players. No, the fans. I thought oh, you are talking, talking, yeah. no, talking, I mean, yeah. talking about the players feeding off Fenway fans. You're no, talking no. about fans. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. gotcha.
1: no. Yeah. Makes yes. more sense. Maybe I didn't speak No, I, I get it now.
0: Um, makes more sense. All right, Jake, where do you want to go next?
2: So I think we've we've trimmed down three from the east. I think we need to bring it back over to the NL, and I think there's clearly two teams that are a tier below the cream of the crop. It's the Phils and the Mets. And I think both of these teams have kind of similar layouts, and I've got my first Quake Jake take. And it's something I said in the offseason, and I just talked myself out of it. I don't know if it's being in New York. I like the Mets roster a lot better than the Phillies. I really do. I think they both have strong lineups, deep, um, even with weapons on the bench that you can plug in. And from there you go to the pitching you know, they've got DeGrom at the top and Stroman, the Phillies. They have Nola and Wheeler, and then it kind of trickles down for both sides from there. I think that's fair. Um, I kind of like having DeGrom. You you can lean into that, although, you know, Nola's, Nola's good, but DeGrom's special. And then the Mets bullpen should be good. It was atrocious last year. The Mets bullpen has a lot of talent. They should be good. And, dude, I looked at the Phillies bullpen before, and, Trev, I know you were there for a little bit. And, like, Sir Anthony was supposed to be kind of the up-and-coming closer for them. He's out. D-Rob's on the mend right now. Like, you look in that bullpen, and I don't, I don't know if I want to kick it back to Jim, too, or whoever wants it, but, Jim, like, you're going to look at that Fully's bullpen and let out, like, a, oh. <laughs> All
0: right. I mean, I will say this. Girardi is somewhat of a bullpen whisperer, okay. and I have no idea. I forget the Mets manager's name, which I apologize for. Luis Rosa? Rojas. Rojas. Luis Rojas. No idea how he's going to use the bullpen because he does have some weapons out there uh, with the Mets. Like, you know. But Tancis is
2: a pretty big get for them. I mean, Edwin Diaz can't possibly be what he was last year. No. Um, Yeah, they got a lot of talent in that
0: Mets bullpen. Familia's like like the fifth guy
2: out of their pen.
0: And they brought in Jared Hughes, so that's huge. 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 Who's this Phillies bullpen? That's what you want me to look at, dude. Look I, at the
2: current Phillies bullpen on Fangraphs, and I'm sorry. I agree with you uh, with the Phillies bullpen.
0: I've seen Adam these Adam Morgan, guys Nick Pavetta, Jose Alvarez, Robert Stock.
1: They're gonna they're gonna need some guys to take some steps forward and some and have a good and have good years. I mean, a guy like Anthony Swarzak, like a couple years ago, was dominant. Right. Um, he's you know. Obviously, one of my good buddies, so I'm a little biased there. I mean, he has a chance to do that again. Yeah. He's a big boy. His arm's fine. You know, if he goes out there and executes, he can have a good year, and that'll be a big boost to them, especially, yeah, like you said, Sir Anthony was kind of the guy. Um, loved watching him pitch, but that's, uh, that's a big blow for them.
0: What rotation do you like better, honestly? Phillies, Mets. DeGrom, Stroman, Purcella. Did you just do this?
2: I, I mean, I didn't a do the full bit. thing, I did, I did the top, kind of the top three. They're very similar. I, I might lean
1: um, with the Phillies because I think the three starters better. I think Arietta is better than a Porcello. It's super
2: tight. I, I go Mets just because I know in DeGrom I'm locked down. I mean, yes. I mean Strom. Nola's
1: along the same line.
2: Nola's there, but DeGrom's also back-to-back Cy Young, so in a way yeah. he's not, you know. um, I, I It's a toss-up. Okay.
0: Syndergaard, it's not a toss-up. With him in no. the Mets rotation.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So weird I- I think how that, that I think the Phillies them. lineup is better than the Mets. I don't even, I really think it's not even close.
0: Yeah? Yeah. Kutch, Segura, Harper, Hoskins, Ramudo, Bruce. De- These guys are – it's a long
1: lineup of bangers.
2: Yeah, I'm was- with – on paper, I'm with you, Trev. Hey, I mean, if Alonzo, we'll see if he can recreate whatever he had doing last year. Um, I mean, Jeff McNeil, uh, say what you want, but he's proved to be one of the best contact guys the past couple years. Nimmo gets on base. J.D. Davis can hit. I mean, it's it's a long lineup. Dominic Smith, I mean, what kind of Cespedes are you getting? He's currently on their bench. And, like, at the same time, if Cespedes was their four-hole hitter in a month, would any of us be shocked? Like, I don't think so. The guy's that talented. So, uh, I think they got the sticks. Um, I guess you could say the Phillies is a little stronger with, you know, leaning into the middle with Harper, uh, Hoskins. But I, I think the lineups are close. Riamuto, Riamuto's good stud. for a catcher. I mean, you know. He's a stud. No, he bangs. He's the best catcher in baseball right now. But his his stats are that of a, you know, a quality outfielder. Like, um, so I, I don't know I, I just think The pitching staffs are a coin flip The Phillies maybe get the lineup In a little bit of a lean But the bullpens right now I mean If they can get the best Out of half of the guys I'm about to name Edwin Diaz Batances Seth Lugo Justin Wilson Yuris Familia Gis- Giselman Like the, if, if only three of those work Like that's a solid bullpen And the Phillies don't have that.
1: Yeah, you know, and uh, they also don't have like guys coming up, at least that
2: I know. I mean, I. It's when can when can Robertson get healthy? That's like their their hail mary.
0: He told us he was a quick healer.
2: His body looked good. I didn't realize he was gonna be diced up like that. Oh, he's diced up, yeah,
1: tight. Maybe Nick. Pavetta figures it out in the bullpen. I don't know if, if they're stretching him out or he's in the bullpen right now. But like a guy like that, like yeah, he has stuff that could play up in the bullpen. They're gonna have to like have something like that for them to really make a run at this thing. Bullpens are important. We know that yeah. more so now than ever.
0: I mean, they got Swarzak. <laughs> they got they got a lot of non-roster really invitees. They got.
2: His, uh, we call him know. Sweezy. If if Girardi... I don't know a lot of. him. And, Jim, that's that's a great angle. If Girardi can piece it together, something he's proved he can, and then Robertson comes I love come, Girardi, man. If Robertson uh, I don't love back. everything about him. I like him in a 60-game season, but he,
0: he's, he's good at bullpen management, but he's always had good that's weapons. He doesn't really have weapons right now, so I don't know if that yeah. translates. But he's good at not burning guys out, giving them roles, um, empowering them in that role, and, like, He's good at bullpen management. Okay. So that's one of his blocks. All
2: right, where do you want to go next, Jake? Mets or Phillies? Gun to your head. <laughs> that's,
1: it's, it's really tough. It's tight, man. Uh, it's
0: really tough. There's one thing the Phillies have going for them. What's that? They're not the Mets. Yeah. So I'm going to go Phillies. Okay. And that's like, you know, Mets fans know that. Yeah. If McCutcheon comes
1: out and just like, is healthy throughout the entire season I lean Phillies
2: for sure. I think he's kind of – he's the guy. Those games are going to be fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like the, the non-DeGrom Nola games. I'll watch any of those. So, so I H- think- McCutcheon's I mean, one of those do... guys
1: that – I'm sorry. No, no, you go. So McCutchen's one of those guys, you go look at his numbers. And you're like, holy yeah. shit.
0: He's MVP. I want to go look
2: at these schedules and find out when these guys match up, beginning of the season or end of the season. Okay. Well, I'll kick it to Trev. you want to go – you wanna go Braves nats, or you wanna go yanks Rays
1: let's go um let's go Braves and the Rays
2: oh okay so the 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 second place teams in theory projected
1: well, yes. I, I, actually, Pocota has the Mets as the second team. Phillies and
0: Mets don't play until they play three games in how July, and the rest of the seven are in, are in uh, September. So it's, mm.
2: those might be very fun to watch. Those could be fun. I like that. That's something to look forward to.
1: How, do, how does Pocota have the Mets over the Braves right now? And by a significant margin.
2: I think it's the pitching stuff. I don't know. I, I don't know. I remember that came out like before the actual season and Petriello was tweeting about it or something, but I, fr- I think they also had Cindergaard then. I don't know.
1: Yeah. I mean, these are updated standings. Yeah. Updated simu- uh, simulations. I don't know. Look, I want to go, uh, go with the Rays. We'll okay. Let's start with the Rays. Your Rays. I've picked them to win the 2020 COVID Cup. Yes. I'm just kidding. It's the World Series. We're going to... We're going to treat it as a regular season. Yes. I put a lot of stock and this kind of goes against like how I generally feel about baseball organizations, but I put a lot of stock into that organization and the way they run it and the way they're able to exploit the platoon matchups, put guys in advantageous situations. They do it better than anyone. And with this deep roster pool, a team like that has an advantage. Obviously, I love their starting pitching. I think their lineup's deeper than you give it credit for. Their defense is outstanding. They kind of are a team that, yeah, do I wish they had one more big bat in their lineup? Yes. But I don't think they need it. And who and, and like we're saying, and I said this earlier, this, this trade deadline's going to be interesting. I think that's... A team that's going to be very aggressive in the in the market.
0: What are they going to do that we don't see coming? Like what? Francisco what? Uh, no, that would not. A that rental. would be that would be so opposite of the race. Like everything you are saying about how, like, you are buying into how they work as an organization. When have they ever made a signing for a big free agent in the middle of the season? I, I would right. guess it's zero point zero 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 repeating. It just doesn't. Yeah, like but it, I
1: think they could get. The, the reason That's I say that do, is, Triv. I think, I think Lindor's on a discount. These guys are bargain shoppers. <laughs> okay, but going to right. get Lindor during a regular full-length season might cost you a little more. I think he's going to be a little cheaper this year. I could be totally wrong about that.
0: Yeah, I just don't. I don't. That doesn't fit who they are. I meant between the lines, lineups, roster. What are they going to do? They went to the opener first. They went to all the crazy shifts first. There is something the Rays are going to do to manipulate the 60-game season that we don't see coming that they have planned out already. I, I think they're just going to pitch and platoon you to death. Uh, I mean, Ploof. I see, we talked about this. I'm sorry. I, I have to mention this because we
1: talked about it. That defensive, like – lineup that they can throw out there with the outfielders, I think we could see them do that.
2: Jim, I think, and maybe that's that's the take, that they're almost going to have, like, a special teams. Like, they can put in a defensive lineup that's, like, <laughs> that. uh, like unseen, uh, especially in the outfield. Um, and we joked with Austin Meadows about it when we talked to him, and he was like, hey, do you ever tell Kiermaier to, like, get out of here? And he kind of chuckled, and he's like, no, go get it, man. Yeah. <laughs> like, if he wants it, fine. And they've, they've got dudes who can do that. I just think they're going to platoon you to death. Look at their pitchers. and I know again, being Yankee fans, we get to see these guys and you might not know who Colin Pochet is or Oliver Drake, but they're nightmares. They're absolute nightmares. <laughs> like you don't, and those are their six best guys in the rotation. Brendan McKay, who is a top pick in a two-way player. Jalen Beeks, who is the big piece in the Ivaldi trade. They're guys that are like flexible pieces at the end of their pen. Every person on that team that can pitch can pitch. And it's.
0: Uh, you didn't even say the guy that I think is the scariest out of the pen, just stuff wise, Diego Castillo. I
2: didn't mention any of their good guys. <clears throat> it's <Yeah>. Anderson, Castillo, <laughs> okay. Alvarado, Chaz Rowe. Yeah.
1: Nick like, Anderson is something else, too. Yeah.
2: Like everyone on every guy that comes in can pitch. And that also might be what they can raise almost playoff game every game yeah. and look incredible. And I Diego just Diego
0: Castillo is a walking broken wrist. I, like his two seamers <laughs> just like yeah. he is just going to break
2: wrists. <laughs> it's, it's filthy. Um, but no, I just uh, I'll do the the quick platoons. I mean, with the lefties, you have a guy like uh, Brandon Lowe, Austin Meadows, G-Man Choi, Susugo, my guy, Kiermaier. Uh, Nate Lau, the first baseman um, He put up huge Minor league numbers, he got the call last year Joey Wendell, you could throw him Out there, those are your lefties Oh, you're throwing a left-handed pitcher out there You're going to keep Meadows in, but you got Yandy Diaz, you've got Hunter Renfro Who's got huge splits Uh, Willie Adamas, he'll probably be out there at short All the time, Um, but then you could go With someone like uh, Jose Martinez Forget if I mentioned him, he came over in the St. Louis Trade and now he has a position A.K.A. can D.H. Uh, Manny margot has got some okay splits and he's another guy that just covers full outfields by himself. So I think they're just going to pitch and platoon you to absolute death.
0: I agree. Yeah.
2: It's not going to be fun to play him. Even if you beat him, it's not going to be fun to play him. Cause dude, even if you knock out their starter, they're going to Jalen Beeks or Brandon McKay who are good. (laughs) (laughs) Like. Fuck,
1: man. That's a little scary. Have they been in this position where they're this good prior to the season? Like, have they been this good in their franchise history? They've had some good teams.
0: I I will say this. The Price Longoria years, they were close. This is going to sound snobby. I thought that they lacked poise last year. There were some big series where you could tell they were breathing a little heavier, and it felt like they were like... Oh, shit. Our expectations are high. I remember some pitching performances, and it was Snell and McKay, and, and McKay was rookie, but it was like they, it just seemed like they were like, oh boy, expectations are finally here. Teams need to go through that, though. Yeah. Like, and they did it for one year, so yeah. they may be great. They might be in a perfect position this year. Yeah.
1: yeah. I, I, I really like him. like everything about him. Dude,
0: go to pitcherlist.com and just watch Diego Castillo's stuff. Look at it's this two-seamer, one hundred mile per hour with like <laughs> half a foot of run. It moves like a changeup.
2: Yeah, it it's moves a hundred like a miles up. per hour. what um, a nightmare. No, I mean they're uh, like any of the. There's about six guys in their bullpen that if they were on your team, you'd be like, "Yo, pochets, nasty." <laughs> like that's that's who the Rays are.
1: Um, I mean, who who's a guy that they could go get? You're not. You're saying no to Lindor. I think that's a possibility. Um, who are the other guys that are going to be available That they
2: could go get George Springer if the Astros blow it I don't even don't think they're th- going to uh, go get anyone If there was a year I'm kind of with I'm kind of Trevor Because I think The more numbers go into it Other teams are going to be gun shy If another team traded for Lindor They're thinking about filling the house Like Tampa doesn't worry about that anyways I, If there's a year I, I think this would be the year But to Jimmy's point they've just never done it Never done it, no. Yeah. I, uh, I'm uh, i a little nervous to hop over to the next team. It's the ATL Braves. And I'm coming down on my Braves love, so I might oh need my. you guys you to hype me up. you have the whole Braves fan base loving you. I mean. You do. I love Acuna. Everybody knows this. And why wouldn't you? you I love Ronald. You should love Ronald too. End of statement. There's no reason you should dislike him. Ozzie Albies, pound for pound, most power in MLB baseball. We got to saw it, see it live. Little he's, Monster. Is that his official awesome. nickname
0: yet? Little Monster?
2: I don't know. We can try. We can force that. Freddie Freeman, stud. Jimmy's got the over on the batting average. Take and it. And he's Hofe- already had COVID. Yeah, so hopefully, ho- knock yeah, out wood, say, hopefully is he he's healthy? doing better he, and everything. Um, and we can kind of assume that. I'm just saying... The lineup thins out after that, and we're talking about the Mets and Phillies who are going to be pushing them. That being said, we're not getting to the Braves pitching, which is much better than both of those teams. But, like, right now, Fangraphs has Darno penciled into the cleanup spot. No. Ender Inciarte, five. Young, thick Austin Riley. Yonder Alonso, go check out Sequence, non-roster invite. He's only in there for Freddie Freeman, excuse me. So everyone slides down a spot. But still, the second half of this lineup... Freeman's the four-hole. The second half of this lineup is guys that aren't known for their hitting, at least yet. And I don't know. Uh, That's all I'm saying. We talked about the Phillies lineup. We talked about the Mets lineup. If something happens with one of their big three, Acuna, Albies, and Freeman... I would be worried about this team.
0: Is Dansby Swanson for a lot of teams? Is Dansby Swanson Uh oh. Uh oh. Uh oh. Playing for like his rep in these sixty games? No. I mean, if he doesn't show anything, do they move on? No.
2: Sixty games. If it was a full season, would we be saying that? That I think it could be part of the discussion, but I I think he's had some weird injuries and some stuff. I I I think Dansy's Dansby has and has. Now you're making d- me
1: do a deep dive on Dansby. Yeah. Real quick.
2: Hot boy of summer.
1: I see what you're saying. I I need to see his defensive metrics to really give you the right answer there. He's not a offense first. Shortstop,
0: and hard Not to yet.
2: hard for to find those guys every now and then, you know. Yes, and I I do think he has some splits and a couple injury timed slumps that have hurt him.
0: Yeah, he didn't play a lot last year. He had a good. He's also he had a good entering, September, so he's coming off a hot month. I'm just saying.
1: I I'm with you there, Jim. I could see that, but he is he's entering his year 26 season. This is this is prime. Yeah, I I. I agree with you. Like if, if it doesn't happen this year, we're going to be talking. It's going to about be loud. It in this How about that? If yeah. it
0: doesn't happen, there might not be uh, consequences of it, but the conversation will get loud next offseason. It's fair. I agree with that. Yeah. The hardest thing the Braves have, dude, is their schedule. They face every good pitcher in this region, basically, besides Cole, in the first 14 games. It's nuts. Like, when do they get a breather? They open up, Mets, Mets, Mets. So they're going to get the top three of the Mets. Then Rays, Rays, bottom two with the, with the Rays bullpen. Then, oh, four against the Rays. So then they'll see the, the top of the Rays, too, on the back half. Then they go back to the Mets. So maybe that'll be nice. They get Percello and, and um, or Mats in the back end of the Mets. Then the Jays, that's a breather. Phillies, then they're going to face the Yankees. So it's just that opening is is brutal, you know, where it's a short season. So yeah, I like the Braves. The best thing they have going for them is their pitching, uh, and the top half of their lineup. But their pitching is great. Gonna be a, fun team to watch. a stud. Freeze stud.
2: I, I mean, you know, Freddie Freeman's missing some time right now. We've been watching the Yankees scrimmages, and the pitchers are so far ahead of the hitters. Um, like, you know, where, where's Freddie going to be when he comes back? You know, I wouldn't bet against Freddie Freeman, but uh, I don't know. Like, they, they put so much into Acuna, Freeman, and Albies that, you know, who's going to step up from the rest of the lineup if something happens to one of those guys? And they still don't have the hammer in their bullpen. Right now it's it's Melanson, Shane Green, Luke Jackson, Martin, and they've got Newcomb in there for now, which all those guys can do it. Oh, O'Day. But, I mean, who's the guy – who's coming out that you're like, oh, fuck? I mean,
0: Shane Green was a really good closer at one point. Luke Jackson is there. Mark Those guys can – their top level is good. If those three guys play at their top level, that's three good guys. But you've
2: also said before that you don't believe in Luke Jackson as a closer as of now. You can. <laughs> I've never said that.
0: I said he does not look like a closer because he doesn't have a weird vibe to okay. him. Okay. I have. There was nothing about his skill set in this life. He does
1: have a weird vibe to him.
0: No, he does now that he grew up the beard. He's got a he, look now. He looks like a, a kid from 2015 that uh, shops at Pac Sun and rides skateboards to school. And it's like, that's not the closer vibe. You got to look menacing or weird. And by the way, he's got a career 4 6 ERA, so I'm. I'm just know. saying when those guys are good, they're good. All right, we're at we're we're past thirty minutes. so We gotta oh we're going for it. Can I just say this about
1: Dansby real quick? Yeah. I I remember last year he started off like gangbusters. And then he did have an injury that like his basically completely tore up his second half. So there is promise there, but like you're saying, if he doesn't if this year comes and he's you know, at that eighty four OPS plus number again. I mean, yeah, we're gonna start talking.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Adds up. All right, we got two teams left: Yanks and the Nats. Trev, go get them.
1: Look, you know why I love. Them? I'll let you. I'll save the Yankees for you guys. The Nats, I love them, and I think I'm underrating them. Uh, because we like, we talked about the departure of Rendon, but for every reason that I like teams. I mean, they still have all those things. They have the the three, the yeah, three, best starting rotation in baseball. That's what I say. At mm-hmm. least the top three guys. So they still have that. Um, they have a lineup that can get it done. They're still kind of old, which is funny to me. You know, Typically, we don't like that, but um, they found a way to get it done. I think there's a lot of recency bias, at least in my head, with watching them and how they just came through. Um, and then, you know... Obviously, the one guy that everybody knows is Juan,
2: mm.
1: our boy. You know, I, he's a sleeper for NL MVP. You combine that with a rotation like that, and you kind of see why, you know, they're pegged to win their division.
0: I think they have the top one, two, three in baseball. I still yeah. think Sanchez, Strasburg, and Corbin are the most complete and dominant one, two, Scherzer. three. Scherzer, what did I say? Or whatever. Yeah, well, I meant sure. Whatever. You know what I'm saying. I think they're good. Everybody um, Their lineup's interesting. They picked up all those old 2B slash 3B guys.
1: It's interesting. That's a way to put their lineup. It really is.
0: Uh, Like Trey Turner, I like what he's doing out there. Adam Eaton, interested. Starlin Castro, interested. He's been in, in uh, basically like being held at bay in Miami for a little bit. Starlin Castro can hit, man. I mean, he can hit. A lot of people don't like his his um, analytics or peripherals or whatever, but the dude can hit baseball. So But it's like ugh. Soto's awesome. Dude, the lineup's so weird. It's so weird. It's weird to look at. Eaton, Castro, Kendrick, Thames. Robles um, Gomes like it's all such like I guess but I don't know no it is it's
2: it's kind of going back to the Red Sox when they did it like Soto's the stud he's right in the middle all these guys have bat to ball skill like you know you're none of these guys are kind of that when you see a pitcher who's got their fastball slider working on the right day and you're like oh boy we're getting mowed down like Turner Eaton Castro Howie Kendrick um, if ass crabs gets in there, like all these dudes are putting up at bats. Like, I I don't know. I, and you just have to believe the formula works as of now. <laughs> hmm. I think Trey Turner's a guy that I criminally underrate. It's good. He won me over this year. I wasn't bought in or in the world series.
1: Uh, so, you know, if, when you put him and Soto up there and then you surround him with all those old wily vets plus the rotation bullpen is above average. Um, I don't know if I'd say anything more than that, but when you got those horses, I mean, yeah, you don't need it.
2: The bullpen even was bad last year. They were the worst in baseball in the regular season. And then they, they figured it out. Figured so, it or, out. are the worst in the NL. So yeah. And they brought over Harris. So do little Hudson and Harris. That's kind of nice. Tanner Rainey. Okay. I don't know what's
0: awesome for the Nationals. What's
2: that? They are the, like, proximity
0: rival to the Orioles. So they get six games against the Orioles, and those come decently early in the first half of the season. Uh, They open up against the Yankees. We all know that, and that's a fun series. Then they get Toronto for four, Miami for three, Mets, Baltimore, Mets, Baltimore. So – they can put together a little run there if they are the top echelon team that we think they are. They should, after the first three weeks, be be sitting kind of pretty. Um, going into a, a harder September, a lot of Phillies, a lot of Braves, a lot of four games against the Rays, and then they end Phillies-Mets. So that, that September for the Nats is, is a grind. So they need to get off to an early lead in that those first three weeks, four weeks. The NL East
1: is a mess. Yeah, it's yeah. tough, man. Like I, you can't say like the Nationals are like the team in the NL East. I can't say it; they have the best pitching in the NL East, but oh. or at least the best starters. But
0: if I'm I am a Nats fan see- and I am looking at this schedule, I'd I'd like those those Tampa Bay Rays games in September to be switched with those Baltimore games in July. <laughs> Just like give us a breather <laughs> in September.
1: But if 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 the Mets or the Braves won this division, you would be like, okay it wouldn't be like a shock like the nationals you know i mean like i don't i just don't think they're that far ahead of those other two teams and even the phillies
2: i'm i'm just in on the horses man i my whole kind of yeah. off season take was that like I kind of didn't love this team over 162. Like, Strasburg's got a lot of miles for a 32-year-old. Scherzer's 36 this year, and he's had some back stuff. So and like,
1: Strasburg's got the bag now.
2: Like yeah, bag, he's got bag. the bag. But I think all these old birds are saying, hey, let's let's run it back for 60 games and do it. And, man, I mean, they've got the, the position power ranking on FanGraphs, and uh, they have Corbin, Scherzer, Strasburg as three of the top eight starting pitchers last year. Okay. So if if those guys are on for 60 games, it's theirs, I think.
0: And they got their rings. Ooh. Ooh,
2: ring night. All right,
0: last five minutes, let's do the Yanks. Who's this last team? Yanks are – the worst thing the Yanks had going for them is not being healthy. They weren't healthy all last year. They won 103 games. Right now, as I speak, they are primarily healthy and – Because of last year, having so many guys have to step up and play, their depth is kind of insane. And if depth is going to be a big thing this year, that has them sitting pretty. Their rotation, Cole, really helps out. You know, there was times last year where Paxton really was um, a struggle because his first inning woes sucked. His first half and his last half of the season were really good. And he has the talent to be good. Tanaka, I mean, as Yankee fans, you just believe in Tanaka when a game matters. Uh, he will have huge duds, like he will have huge duds in his season that always mess up his ERA. For like, you know, he'll have four games that just kill his ERA for the entire season, and the rest of the year he's awesome. I mean, so, last year it was two.
2: Last year was two starts. He had a twelve earned run and an eight. And you know you you can do that it's with some, you can do that with There's some starting pitchers. pitchers I'm sure, I, but, but you know um, Maso was an all star. You'll rarely
0: year. look at his ERA to end the season and be like, wow, he had a good year. It's just not reflective because he has
2: such duds constantly. And if you like playoff ERA, um, if you like ERA, go check out Tanaka's yeah. playoff ERA. Then they do have
0: Hap and Montgomery as their back two. And Hap was brutal last year. Montgomery's coming off injury, so they're kind of que- they're kind of question marks that we're going into the season with. So uh, the rotation's not uh, five deep. I would say the top three is, is in the top half of uh, MLB pretty easily. Um, I don't think it's like, you know, as good as the Nats. It's not as good as, you know, you could say the Rays is better. Um... But it's good. It's a good top three. Their lineup's just fucking deep, man. Aaron Hicks is really good uh, defensively, and he'll get on base at a great clip. Aaron Judge, when healthy, his numbers are the exact same as Christian Yelich and Mookie Betts and everyone else. Um, He just needs to be healthy, which he currently is. Labor Torres is a stud. Giancarlo Stanton, when healthy, is one of the best players in baseball. Gary Sanchez went healthy, fastest guy to hit a home run. So it sounds like a Yankees mm. homer pod, but they're good. It's a good team that's stacked. Um, they should be a team that, you know, there's teams that I'm, I'm looking at the schedule thing. Oh shit. The nationals, that's going to be a tough matchup. Oh shit. The rays, that's going to be a tough matchup. I think every team is going to be looking at the Yankees in that light. Yeah,
1: of course. I mean, and, he failed even mentioned the bullpen, I think the bullpen is strong to quite Stacked. strong.
0: I think it's the best bullpen in baseball easily
2: yes at least at least the back end Chapman Britton, Ottavino Canley, Chad Green, um I mean, I mean it's if it's you're not five, familiar, five deep of like studs and i I think the storyline is because like you said with the hitting and you know our talking baseball signature is you know your team better than we do well this this one we kind of got a good grip on. That's why that's why Jimmy's listing the facts. The the lineup's gonna figure itself out. I mean, the the questions the Yankees are asking about their lineup are between Miguel Andujar, who had a special rookie year, and Mike Talkman, who came out and was one of the best players in baseball for like a month and a half. The lineup is gonna figure itself out. Garrett Cole's gonna be Garrett Cole. It's how the rest of the starting pitching sorts out. We know Tanaka's gonna give us something are you getting James Paxton, who's one of the better pitchers in baseball, or are you getting kind of an inconsistent James Paxton? And look out, they've got a couple young guys, and it's who's going to step up. Everyone's hyped on Clark Schmidt right now because he has an electric slider. Um, And I had, I think what I had done is I had talked myself out of all the rookies this year, and now I've talked myself into the rookies this year because at the end of a normal baseball season, Every team has one or two rookies that they lean on. Like, hey, you had the regular season to learn, kid. We need you now. And I think it's either going to be Clark Schmidt, uh, Davey Garcia, or another young pitcher that steps up and has to be impactful for the Yankees because the Rays are going to be around. Yeah. Too deep of Yankees
0: talk, but I'll save it. You see the Davey Garcia and, like, they he Uh-oh. I don't put him in that category. That's all I say right, right okay. now. They only threw him 12 pitches yesterday when they threw Mike King and Clark Schmidt like a bunch. Like I don't even think the Yankees are putting him in that category.
2: I think they have him as a reliever. Reliever, for this year. very kid gloves, but he what? didn't he
0: didn't impress me like Clark Schmidt has. What do you
2: got, Trev? Outside outside a Yankee realm.
0: They're a special team.
1: They're so they are just very very deep. I don't I don't love the starting pitching. I've been pretty vocal about that. I get some pushback from you guys on it about Tanaka about Paxton we know who Cole is obviously he's going to be there um, but they're going to need those guys yeah to step up or if it's not Paxton and Tanaka you, then you need somebody else to step up Clark Schmidt you know from everything that I've seen is pretty damn good looks like he's ready um, but he's still got to come do it so that's the, I think that's the, the weakness of their team, and it's really not a weakness, you know.
0: Uh, like, they're going to be there. They, have, they can win 45 games. Trev, let me let me put it this way. Um, and it's not it's just a, a new way to look at it. What rotation do you like better? Garrett Cole, James Paxton, Masahiro Tanaka, J.A. Hap, and Jordan Montgomery. that those five do you like those better than Tanaka Hap? Paxton, Domingo, Herman, and CC Sabathia.
1: I know where you're going with this. Because
0: last year they won 103 games with the second five, who is drastically worse than the Cole, the one that includes Cole. I just
1: and not see saying this on this podcast, Jim, on this show here that we have talking baseball, an MLB podcast, brought to you by John Boy Media.
2: Five stars.
1: Subscribe. Rate us five stars. Check out sequence. I don't care about last year. Mm. Nobody cares about last year. This is this year. I get we're talking stats. They won 103 games last year. That is awesome. They were a good team. It's different this year. Everything's different this year. So think, they need to step up, dude. Like they, have the, this, yeah. they should be in the World Series. If they yeah. are not in the World Series, this is a huge disappointment for the Yankees. I know that happens a lot for you guys.
0: Yeah. No, last year so was the same. It's not same any way. different. I mean, but the injuries did suck last year.
2: Last year was the first year that they, those Yankees' expectations were back. 2017 yeah. was fun. It was young Judge. It was Gary. Yeah. The last, baby bombers. Last year it was full on, and this year's the same. So yeah.
1: If Aaron Judge is healthy for 60 games, they're going to
2: win a lot of ball games. I Googled Trevor Plouffe and Jay Happ, because he's one of your soft thrown lefty types. I didn't get the BVP, I don't think it was good. and I, I think we've done this before because I, I think he he kind of had the better of you. But do you know what event you guys were linked to on April eighteenth, twenty fourteen? Come on, April eight. Uh, April eighteenth, twenty fourteen. I don't. After walking Plouffe to lead off the inning, Santos uncorked a wild pitch. Yada, yada, yada. Minnesota Twins draw franchise record eight walks in one inning.
1: Wow. How about that? That must have been boring. <laughs> shit. Just suck.
2: And Hap was pitching? Uh, Hap came in to, to relieve somebody.
1: Yeah. I don't think I had good numbers against him. One of those guys I probably should have, but I didn't.
0: Cool. All right. Well, there is your Eastern region preview. We're going to be tacking these onto each episode this week. So on Wednesday, we will be doing The Central. And on Friday, we will be doing The West. Thank you very much for listening. We appreciate it. Music has started. It's gently playing. And now it'll continue to gently play. And will pick up.